Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit EFFECTV.com. Welcome to The Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, We are here at Grit Daily, um, and I have a couple of lovely co-hosts here. Uh, My name is Erica Elder. I am the chair of the Telos Network Foundation. Um, as well as the COO of GoodBlock Technologies, a Web3 um, application company. Howdy, Caitlin Long, CEO of Custodia Bank. And I'm Ashley Bailey. I'm the uh, director of product marketing for our synthetics and metaverse at Veriton. Great. Um, and our topic for conversation today is, um, is blockchain really for everyone? Um, I believe this maybe was born of uh, the tagline for our company, Good Block, is blockchain is for everyone. Um, so, you know, this uh, I saw the title of the podcast today and thought that was really fun um, and a great conversation starter, really. Um, so, Caitlin, can you kind of tell me your thoughts on that? Is is blockchain really for everyone? Of course, it's meant to be peer to peer technology. Not all of it is. Certainly Bitcoin is. Uh, and and uh, it was designed not to require intermediaries or permission. And ergo, it's, it's designed for every human being on planet Earth with an Internet connection. And not even necessarily that. I've even seen um, Bitcoin transactions over ham radio. So uh, but clearly it's a lot easier if there's an Internet connection. Uh, but it's designed for every human being on, on planet Earth to be able to uh, use it. So it is for everyone, of course. Yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. I, um, I think that, you know, I don't know how this metaphor will, will land, <laughs> but it's to me, it's like similar to an operating system or it's like, not everybody needs to know exactly how that, what the inner workings are. Not everybody wants to know some people do. And when they do, they can find out. Um, but I think it's absolutely for every, I mean, anybody can, can use a phone and anybody eventually will be able to, you know, it'll be just integrated in part of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think our goal, you know, we say blockchain is for everyone. I think right now we're still at sticking points where it's, it's hard to feel that way because we're still not quite at mass adoption and all this. Um, you know, there's still a lot of hurdles. Things are not as easy as, as we think they should be. Um, you know, especially those of us who really see this getting out there more, right. Um, you know, we constantly feel like we're telling developers, like it needs to be easier. It needs to be easier. It needs to be even easier than that. (laughs) Well, and then they give up security when they do that. Right. And that's that's the struggle. Huge struggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do we reconcile that? Not easy. It's not easy. Uh, I, I tend to think the 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 way Andreas Antonopoulos thinks about it is correct, though. If you're storing the fruits of your labor, in other words, your savings in crypto, Bitcoin, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, you're going to teach yourself if you have to how to how to store safely, and you'll be able to teach yourself self custody. And in countries with tyrannical governments. 
Uh, some might say that's all of them, but um, I digress. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're certainly more uh, more tyrannical ones in the in the in the world than others. And uh, in some countries where it's illegal to own crypto, people are teaching themselves how to self custody. And you can do that by memorizing in Bitcoin, for example, your recovery seed phrase, and not ever have evidence that you have it because it's not written down anywhere. It's not physical. It doesn't take any physical manifestation. You can just memorize it. So that's how people are teaching themselves. And I think if they have to, they will. Interesting. I, uh, I, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because I was talking with someone earlier about how I, I think it's unrealistic that it's, that people would remember like this 12 word C phrase, but what you're highlighting is how if the importance of it will make it more memorable. Right. Um, and now how do we um, deal with then, you know, those of us that are in the space right now, for example, we have accounts everywhere. We have a bunch of different accounts. We've got accounts on this network and that network and, um, you know, all of this different management. Like, is there something easier out there that would help even us, those of us that are maybe not like developers, um, but still trying to utilize all this technology? Like, how do we have something that helps us with that, right? It's not just a 12-word seed phrase. It's my 12-word seed phrase here, maybe three of them. Right. Um, and it's this other, you know, it's a key pair over here. And this one's just a simple 12-character account name with a, you know, a key pair behind it. You know, it's um, how do we manage all of that? <laughs> I, I think that consolidation will, will happen. And I think that a lot of, um, say, pedestrians, um, that are comfortable can be observers right now. Like they don't, you don't, I don't think there's any, if if they're not huge risk takers, like just observe and learn and research and learn some more and try some things out. Like doesn't have to be these, you know, huge moves. And there are some people where their livelihood is, is different and they really need to, to, dive in and, you know, do things for their family and their lifestyle. And that's a completely different, you know, conversation. But I think a lot of people can, you know, sit back and see how this is going to unfold and, you know, do what's right for them and their family and their portfolio and their life. Yeah. How do you think NFTs are, do you think the NFTs are something that's um, enabling people to participate um, and kind of put their toes in the water or? I do. It's a bit of a zeitgeist uh, right now and kind of wild, wild west. And there's a there's um, one of the issues that, you know, Veritone is, is helping solve, too, is that, you know, the uh, guaranteeing the authenticity of an NFT and, you know, the IP protection and rights and clearances and, and stuff like that. But I think, you know, absolutely just, you know, check it out. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no harm in um, going to go check it out. There's harm with copyright infringement and misappropriation. <laughs> there's um, a lot of that going on. That needs to be addressed and solved. Um, mm-hmm. But I do, I, I do think, you know, in the next um, know, three to seven, de- definitely 10 years, it's every, it's going to be just, everyone's going to be you know, involved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the, the big problem that hasn't been solved, of course, is identity, right? The ultimate NFT is your own identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And nobody's figured out how to, how to really, truly solve that problem yet. And once we do, and I do believe we will, <clears throat> but once we do solve that problem, a lot of things will change and, and we'll fall out of that. Definitely. Um, I was at the World Economic Forum in Davos a couple of weeks ago 
And there were so many different um, blockchain groups there and crypto groups, projects. There was a whole side street of events that was just like, hey, crypto is here and Mm -hmm. it's here to stay and it's not going anywhere. And look at all the cool things we're doing. Um, And I think that was that was a huge step forward in bringing blockchain to the masses, right? Your um, custodia is, is like bringing banking, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's these small steps that, that will help ensure and bring all of these people in, right? What do you see as um, one of the key ways for us to bring more adoption? Well, we're in we're in winter and and this is when the real building happens because it's less crazy. I know that doesn't seem quite like that no, that's because so boy this conference is just insane. <laughs> uh it doesn't feel like it's crypto winter, but it is. Um you, if you look at the price performance and 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 the washouts that inevitably inevitably come, we are in in winter. Um and so I think this is when a lot of really new innovations the engineers can focus. And, uh, and, and things can get built. Sort of so when this, when that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not just band-aiding. They're actually getting ahead of things. So mm-hmm. there will be more, more and better UX for sure. Mm-hmm. And every, I mean, if you go back and think about multi-sig wasn't even natively in Bitcoin in the first time that uh, it sounds like so you, you ladies were here early as well. I mean, there wasn't even multi-sig. And then I remember the very first time the ledgers and treasures were available. And, and just, you know, between multi-sig really locking down the exchange hacks that used to happen almost every day. Yeah. Uh, and then that doesn't happen anymore. It's still there. But, mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, because of native multi-sig being in the protocol, it makes a huge difference on security. And then um, the key management platforms. Uh, boy, there's been a lot of, of innovation in that. So we don't know what comes next. That's one of the things I love about this industry is, uh, is how it, how it just evolves and it's, it's evolving to solve the real problems. And it's actually having an impact outside of the industry as well. We're not just in a vacuum for sure. And, you know, for example, we're in this crazy heat wave in Texas right now, as we all are sitting here sweating and, uh, and, and the Bitcoin miners in Texas have for the most part, shut down so that they can conserve energy and keep the grid going. I talked to one of them, one of the big miners in Texas last night. They just turned everything off for a little bit just to make sure that the the grid doesn't go down. And there's been so much investment in stranded energy that would not have been part of the, would not have been available to the grid that our industry has created. And uh, it's, it's having positive externalities back outside of the industry. And I think that's also happening in key management and security. And that's how we're going to get identity solved. It's ultimately will be evidenced not by a a social security card uh, speaking, you know, in American speak or a driver's license. It will be evidenced by a private key at some point. Yeah. For, for more adoption, we're just in this huge education phase still when we're all close to it, but just this huge education and awareness and, you know, to use, Term I don't love, but demystifying, you know, some of the sure. the terms and and really simplifying simplifying things so that people can learn. And um, it's what is it? Um, there's knowledge is power, but there's another one that I was thinking of. Is people fear what they don't understand? Sure, yeah, and absolutely. that happens in so many. I mean, so many areas with. Yeah. I mean, a, a bunch of topics that are very heated in society right now in, in, in the United States is um, because people don't understand. And then, you know, they fear what they don't understand. And as much as we can educate and bring awareness and demystify some of these subjects and terms, 
know, that's when, that's when people will feel more comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and especially with, um, you know, newer and more advanced blockchains coming out, um, you know, with delegated proof of stake, these faster, more energy efficient chains as well. Um, we have a, an application on Telos called Apex that is basically Instagram. Um, but instead of just liking a picture, you're actually giving a small amount of funds to the creator of the image based on how many they get. You know, there's a whole beautiful token ecosystem that, you know, it's already something people are familiar with and understand and use, but you're turning it around and making it a creator thing. And instead of, you know, you being the product, like we know with web two is such a huge thing. Um, right. You, you get that income and you get to share in that community. Um, I think that's beautiful and, and great way for us to get more out there too. Right. <laughs> so much more empowerment. Yeah, absolutely. I think that might be all the time we have. Oh, it is. Okay. I think that's all the time we have. Um, thanks so much guys for joining me yeah, today. Really it's nice been to really fun chat. Yeah. Excellent to get to know you a little really, better. I really appreciate great. it. Thank you. Grit daily for hosting us. Um, and we'll see you guys. Echo that. Thank Take you. care. Thank you. Enjoy. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit EFFECTV.com.